The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg, and we are two and oh, can you believe it, Raider Nation? The Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, held up their hand and defended their house. That and more here on show five. 52. All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the beatdown to never be forgotten. The first game in the Las Vegas Raiders Stadium is notched on the wall by Derek Carr. A victory. Unbelievable. We're definitely going to hit on a lot of that. <laughs> we'll do a pregame for the Rats. That's the Patri Rats, that is. I think they're rats. I think everybody thinks they're, they're dirty rats. <laughs> Belichick, we're going to his house, and we're going to go see Cam the Ham Newton. Could hardly wait. That and the bone line should wrap up this show, folks. So let's get ready. The Raiders held it up. Can I just say how freaking sweet it is to be a Raider fan? How wonderful, wherever you may be, Baltimore, Nevada, New Hampshire, Florida, Dallas, anywhere. (laughs) Uh, Denver, you name it. So, yeah, it's very good to be a Raider fan, especially today, especially this is one of those special things, folks. As fans, Raider fans, man, we've been in the dumpster too long. And we're seeing the light right now, and it is a grandiose moment. And you got to just absorb every bit of it. In a time this week, everyone, from Stephen A. Smith (laughs) to the cow herd, don't let me say what I really want to say. Yes, all of you, everyone. Um, <laughs> to a to a person, didn't give the Raiders a shot. Was last night more about the Raiders' rise or Breeze's decline? Well, I'm gonna give the credit to the Raiders, Skip, and I think the Raiders might be better than I realized. Uh, I've been very critical of John Gruden, but it seems to me that he and Mike Mayock has put together a great football team. Great, a, gr- a great. They have the makings of a, ve- a very good to great football team, Skip. You've looked the way they're built. Their offensive line is dominant. They can run the football with Josh Jacobs and Jalen Richard. He just has to hold on to the football. But they can run the football. They got rugs to take the top off. And that Waller kid, he's a problem. Saints had no answer for him. They tried a linebacker. They tried safeties. They tried corners. He was just too big, too physical. They targeted him, I think, about 15 times. He had 12 catches. He's a problem. He made the Pro Bowl last year. He seems to be on his way up. He's trying to get his name in that threshold where you talk about – 
uh, the kid, uh, Kelsey, yeah. and you talk about Kittle, he wants to get his name mentioned when you talk about those two guys. Hey, what about Waller? What about the Raiders? Skip, he, he, he's very good. And so for me, I, I look at it, it seemed, the Saints seemed in control of this game. And then Drew threw a horrible interception right before the half. The Raiders kick a field goal. Skip, and they, when they came out at the half, they stepped on the gas and didn't look back. Yeah, I mean, the, you, you want to count that little touchdown late at the end of the game, and, and Drew got some little mop-up yards. But when they needed him to make plays, mm-hmm. he didn't make any plays. And the thing was, he was doing a lot of fishing around the edge, 4.8 yards per attempt. Skip, that won't get it done. And so for me, I don't want to talk we'll, – we'll talk about Drew a little later, but I want to give credit to the Raiders. Physical team, fast team, it seems to me Gruden has built – he and Paul, uh, Mike Mayock has built this team yep. the way, and, and the vision that they have. They have speed and they're physical. So I like what I'm seeing for the Raiders, Skip. I undervalued them. I did not see this coming. And it was all about how well the Saints were going to play. And, of course, now that the Saints lost, it's all about – how the Saints, you know, what was wrong with the Saints? Nothing about how absolutely dominating the Las Vegas Raiders over these contending NFC champs. Let me just say. Stephen A., how concerned are you about Drew Brees? I mean, I know it's just two games, but he does not look the same. Well, I'm not going to get too caught up in it because he didn't have Michael Thomas. If he had Michael Thomas out there last night, um, it would have been a different ball game. This is an all-world receiver. This is not a good receiver. This is not an average receiver. This is not somebody that just happened to make the all-pro team. This is an all-world receiver. And somebody that Drew Brees has used as a primary target for the last several years. I'm not acting like he's younger because he's not. But I just think that it's too soon to be so alarmed by him. Not well, saying it's not going to happen, but it's too soon. Look. I'm not ready to ring the alarm on Drew Brees, but let's be realistic. I'm not going to ring the alarm yet and say, oh, my God, that's it. That's it for Drew Brees. But I've noticed certain things in, in the last couple of years. While he's still extremely, extremely accurate as the year goes on, his, his performance when they need it most has been curious. There have been some big games late in seasons, including the playoffs, where you go, no, wait a minute. I took the Saints to win this game because of Drew Brees. That was a bad throw late in the game. He's getting older. The wear and tear. Yeah, but he was doing that when he was younger. Well, let's put it this way. It's not enough evidence yet to say, oh, it's age. However, two games in a football season is over 10% of the season. They're sizable pieces of evidence. If this goes on two or three more games, with or without Michael Thomas, I'm ready to say he is showing decline because of age. Uh, Drew Brees was not very good last night. I have a rule with quarterbacks. Trust your eyes. Take the emotion out of it. Take down the pom-poms. Trust your eyes. Then look at the data. Said that a couple years ago. Mitch Trubisky made the playoffs. And I said, eh, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. That's mostly coaching. What do we think now of Mitch Trubisky? I said it with Baker Mayfield. Maybe he's a franchise quarterback. He's not a number one pick. Look at him. I said it with Kyler Murray. Second start. Oh, hell, that's special. Drew Brees, trust your eyes. Look at the data. He's old. He's declining. He doesn't throw the ball down the field. He was clearly the second best quarterback in the field. Derek Carr was carving up an excellent defense. Drew Brees struggled against an average defense. Old quarterbacks don't want to hear it. They get defensive. They get snippy. They've been American royalty. They're iconic. They make $30 million or more a year. And when the end is near, they get crusty. But the Raiders don't even have a great defense. They didn't have a sack. Drew Brees said, we're out of sync. Why? You've been there forever. So's the coach. 
It's mostly the same pieces without Michael Thomas. Raiders didn't have two of their best offensive linemen. They were fine. Again, Derek Carr was the better quarterback. He had a livelier arm. After the first quarter, he started throwing the ball down the field. He gave us a few arm angles. He was more mobile and athletic. He had more juice. He had more energy. And that was against the better defense. Trust your eyes. Wow, wow, wow. Breeze is accurate. So is Kirk Cousins. Breeze is excellent at the line of scrimmage. So is Kirk Cousins. Half of the Saints' completions to a team without a pass rush were to running backs. Trust your eyes. Then look at the data. The data tells you in a league with these hyper-athletic quarterbacks, Kyler and Russell and Aaron and Lamar and Mahomes, the Saints' ceiling is dink and dunk and dink and dunk. What about Michael Thomas? What about him? He's not really a rangy deep threat. He's just a great receiver, 17 yards and in, and he's great. It's okay. Now, Drew Brees afterwards will tell you he's still very good at what he's supposed to do. Here it is. I've always evaluated myself on being a great decision maker. And so at the end of the day, um, I'm going to throw the ball to the open guy, um, <laughs> move the ball down the field, score points, help us win football games. You know, so that's my job. My job is to help put everybody around me in the best position to succeed. And um, that's all I'm focused on. That usually can win games in this league. The league is changing. The business is changing. The rules are changing. It is benefiting mobile quarterbacks. Wide receivers have never been more valuable. Free touchdowns all over the league. And the Saints don't get any of them. So until further notice, I have two tiers of quarterbacks in the NFL. I've got the oh my God tier. That's Russell Wilson, Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. And then the special tier, and until further notice, breeze out Derek Carr in. Oh, by the way, Carson Wentz, you're on the clock. I'll give you two more weeks. That's officially what it is. Nothing personal. Trust your eyes. Put down the pom-poms. We have stuff we can see. The better quarterback last night. Throwing with arm angles, livelier, letting her rip, a lot of velocity, throwing to tight ends, wide receivers, slot receivers, running backs against the better defense was absolutely Derek Carr. Derek Carr was a better quarterback. <laughs> well, uh, Drew was on the road. There was no crowd. The Monday Night Football broadcasting guy, that was the closest three people were together. That was the crowd. I thought Derek Carr was a much better quarterback last night. Special teams for the Raiders, unbelievable. The third down conversion rate for the Raiders was off the charts compared to our norm. But if you look at the Raiders, Skip, they were 12 of 19 on third and fourth downs. Yep. They were 10 of 17 on third down, two for two on fourth down. Yep. That tells me if you can't get a team off the field on third down, you're going to get beat. That yep. also tells me they're possessing the football. 36 minutes time of possession for the Raiders, uh, 24 minutes for the Saints. Yeah, I, I thought they got Dennis uh, Allen's defense. I thought they yeah. got dominated last night Whew. because the Raiders got whatever they want whenever they wanted. They did. They, they, uh, to your uh, point, what did you say, third and fourth down? They yeah. Just... yeah, they were 12, 12 and 19. Okay. Ten or seven, first of all, to have that many third downs, Skip, do you know how, how – I mean, because they only had to have nine possessions, and right now the league average is about 11. 17 so, third downs? 17, and you allowed them to convert – 
10 of those, and then they go two for two on fourth down. Yeah, you're probably going to lose the game unless they turn the ball over like the Cowboys and then you have a have a, a bowhead play like the Falcons. You're going to lose the game. You allow a team to get 10 of 17, convert 10 of 17 on third down, yeah. you're probably going to lose the game. And give the Raiders, Skip, I, I think they have something here. I did not see this coming. I definitely thought, uh, I was like, man, time has passed John Gruden by. But I guess Y2 Banana, he dusted off Y Spider Y2 Banana. <laughs> and it's, it's back in play again. The only one who picked us was Susie on Monday Night Football. She was the only one who had, had, us, had our backs. Carlson, get out of here, 52. Crazy kicker. Thank you. Richard fumble and then redemption. What else can you ask for in a football game? Derek Carr had blood in his eyes, man. He's pissed. He's pissed about the way people talking about him. I hear you, bro. We've all been saying it, but listen. He will be the number one Raider quarterback in history as far as touchdown passes go. He's passing everybody. He's like five touchdowns away from the record for the Raiders. Derek Carr, I've never been uh, the biggest fan of his, but I think Gruden has settled him down. They, they, they put him in situations because when you can run the football, you can play action off it. He's getting solid play from Derek Carr. You can run all you right. want to, but at some so point that's, in time. That's the bottom line to this discussion. Yep. How good is he? I'm never quite sure. I'm not either. He actually quietly had a very good year last mm-hmm. year by Derek Carr standards. Right. They went 7-9. and nine. So they go 4-12 and 12 Gruden's first year, 7-9 and nine last year. Mm-hmm. And he played at a pretty high level mm-hmm. most of the year right. in the shadows. Right. Nobody really focused. Right. Now they're going to focus. Mm-hmm. He's going to Foxborough, Cam versus Derek Carr. Right. He's obviously a talented kid. Does he? Does he have this? Is he right. is he mentally tough enough to control his emotions and stay within the context of the offense right. and not let Gruden is hard to play for, man. He, he, he is skip, but I think the biggest thing is, is that when we look at young quarterbacks, we look at Mahomes. Mahomes is is younger than Carr. We look at Lamar Jackson. We look at all these young quarterbacks, yep. and they're like, okay, yeah, Carr's okay, but. Is he that? Is no. he Deshaun Watson? No. Is he Patrick Mahomes? Is he Lamar Jackson? Is he Dak Prescott? Right. No, yeah. he's not. So he's that, not. that that's the problem that he's up against, Skip. He's it. a young quarterback, but there are some quarterbacks that's younger than he is that's so much better than he yep. is. Now, I give him crap all the time. You guys know I do, but come on. Let's look at the numbers. And like I said last year, this is his year. He's got all the weapons. And look what he's done with him. Darren Waller, need I say a freaking word other than wow. So let's talk about Darren Waller, who took the game over last night. That was his coming out party Mm -hmm. on a national stage, even though last year, among tight ends, he had the second most catches and the second most yards to Travis Kelsey. Right. And when Kelsey, obviously when Kansas City made it to the Super Bowl and he couldn't go to the Pro Bowl, Darren Waller got named as the alternate to replace him Mm -hmm. and had a thumb injury so he couldn't actually play in the game so he didn't get credit for being in the Pro Bowl. But that's how good he already is. Mm -hmm. So what do we see from him? When did I get to know him? Maybe you got to know him. Hard knocks Mm -hmm. before last season, right? right? Mm -hmm. He was a great story because he got – Busted by the league twice mm-hmm. for substance abuse. Right. Don't know exactly what the details were, but he got a four-game suspension. Mm-hmm. This is when he was in Baltimore. Baltimore. 
And then he got a whole year suspension and he talked open heartedly on hard knocks about. I blew it. I nearly ruined my whole career. Mm-hmm. And God bless him. I'm going to knock on wood for him. I, I hope he's going to stay on the straight. So there. do I. It, it can be a problem. The demons mm-hmm. can creep back every day. You least expect it. But the point is, he's 6'6", 255. Coming out of college, he was not a tight end. He was a wide out at Georgia Tech. He was the Calvin Johnson, Demarius Thomas mode. He was that big wide receiver. Big wide receiver. And guess who said, I want that guy, Ozzie. Ozzie Newsome, still in charge, Mm -hmm. obviously in power in Baltimore Mm -hmm. at that point, said, I'll take a sixth-round flyer on him because I see something. And when Ozzie sees something, he is invariably correct (laughs) about it. And he was correct about this kid until he had the drug issue. Right. And then all of a sudden, they had to keep him on the practice squad. And Mike Mayock said, ah, I'll claim him off your practice squad. And all of a sudden, going into hard knocks, he's a brand-new Oakland Raider. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. So what do we see now? He he ran, coming out of college, he ran Mm 4-4-6. Well, he he only weighed 240-ish then, so he's put on about 15. Hey, Hey. at that size, that's still booking. 4-4-6 at 240, that's booking. Okay, so to me... John Gruden keeps making the point, I will take him over Kittle and I will take him over Kelsey. I don't blame him. Right. I I would, too. As a pure pass catcher, you help me. You are in the Hall of Fame at that position. This is pure pass catching. You you want to talk about matchup nightmare? They tried everything. They would bracket him. They would double him. They would try their best DB on him. They they put uh, Lattimore Lattimore. And that's, that's the advantage that the tight end has, Skip. When you have a guy like Kittle, you have a guy like Kelsey, you have a kid, a kid like Waller now, because of the size advantage, you're talking about 6'6 versus Lattimore's, what, six foot tall? Or you're talking about a, a, a linebacker. Yep. You get linebackers to rush the quarterback or thump the runner. You don't get them to cover the tight end or safeties. That's not their expertise. And so this is why these guys, and when they get it going, that's why it's like, wow. It's a, such a mitch, mismatch when you have that guy. Skip, they tried everything. And I'm like, bro, y'all better double him. Y'all might as well say, look, Latimer, you take a wide receiver. We're going to bracket him with a linebacker and a safety because you're trying to go one-on-one, and that's not the answer for him. Derek Carr has such a wavelength with him. He's so dependent now mm-hmm. on Darren Waller that it doesn't matter what the coverage is saying. He's just going to throw it right. to him because he thinks he can beat any kind of coverage. Yes. And oftentimes last night, 16 targets, 12 catches, he did. Right. And to my eye test, he is moving at a little different speed in quickness and overall speed right. than Kelsey or Kittle can mm-hmm. move at. Right. I, to, to me, it's hard to argue with what Travis Kelsey has done on the right. biggest stages right. in the sport. Four straight 1,000-yard okay. seasons. Yeah. Okay, and it's hard to like, I need to see a little more of Darren Waller in big games, and they're about to have a bunch of they're big about to games have a bunch of them, yeah. because they're going to go to New England, and pretty soon they got to go to Kansas City. But it's a start, Skip, because yeah. he did this on a national stage, and that's what sometimes guys have to have a breakout. Because a lot of times, Skip, you, you play in your games, you don't really see. You just look at the stat line. You're like, okay, yeah, he had this and this. But everybody watches Monday Night Football, so everybody's around the TV that's in the NFL, and they're like, well, wait a minute. Man, this kid legit, he can play. So that was, you're right, this was his coming out party. He's about to be a household name like Kelsey, like Kittle. Watch.
He is right in the middle of the conversation. And when John Gruden says it is astonishing what he has done because this is only his second season in this position. Yes. You can relate. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's, it's hard to say, oh, I was split out wide. Now I'm a tight end. And sometimes I'm in tight in the formation, mm-hmm. sometimes in the slot. I think the hardest thing to learn for a wide receiver transitioning to tight end, Skip, is to learn how to learn r- to run routes in a confined area. Because you have to realize when you're outside the numbers, you got all that space. But now you, they bring you in tight to the line of scrimmage. You got to get past an offense, a defensive lineman. You got linebackers right there, normally the yep. safety. So that's the hard, that's the thing. But because he was a wide receiver, you see how well he gets in and out of breaks yep. because that wide receiver, now all of a sudden that takes over. The key for him is that, uh, uh blocking. Because if you got all of a sudden now you're blocking 300 pounders, there ain't no DBs you're blocking. You blocking DNs and linebackers now. Yep. He was catching passes off his hips, from his back. He looked like a contortionist. It wasn't as good. Carr wasn't passing the ball perfectly by any stretch. That was a receiver that took care of his end of his business, which we really haven't had in a long time. We had Olan issues, yet Jacobs was unstoppable. You could see the Saints' defense in the first quarter were worried. Drew Brees did not have the look, stoic, confident look that he had, man. I'm just telling you. Amazing job, Derek Carr. I am just telling you, amazing job. Jacobs, Ingold with the touchdown. Zane Jones, the insane pass. I, You know, we usually don't win those. Amazing. Everyone played. Like the super freaks. Hit the music, Randy. Sean Payton was dazed, confused, and he didn't even know what to call. Our defense with Mad Max, the feral cat, Abrams was amazing, and if you didn't see him, Arnett was a nasty and will be the next Jack Tatum of the Raiders. Abrams was fierce, and they all knew where he was on the field. That's how you want your defense to play. Jonathan Abram, I've told you before, and you may not remember, but I loved him coming out of Mississippi State before the draft. Yeah, do he ran like 4-2, right? He, ran, he can fly for a safety. And he has no regard for his own yeah, body. He he's one it. of those guys who just doesn't care. He will blow himself up and yep. he will blow you up yep. all at the same time. Yep. He blew himself up early last year in the opener. And was it the opener or first yeah, game? Yeah, it was his first game. Was Monday yep. night mm-hmm. And that was it for his rookie yep. year. So is he still a rookie or is he a veteran? Uh, he says he's still a rookie, right. but, but he doesn't play like a rookie. No. And he brings such edge to the defense. Like you said, the offensive line sets the tone for the offense. Mm-hmm. Well, he sets it for the defense. Right. So you got two young players who, who have they, – they run with guts. They mm-hmm. play with guts, right. with edge, with passion mm-hmm. that, that Gruden thrives on. The Raiders got fined for mask abuse or whatever you want to call it. That's 200 grand. I think it's 100 to the coach. Rugs. That was what we needed this whole time. He has stretched the field every game, continues to do so, and allows to get underneath passes, and that's what's opening up 
Waller, and Moreau caught a great pass. Edwards, another amazing pass. And after the, the pass run was scary, it was so fast. I can't wait to hear more from that young man. The clock management, the play calling, the gutsy moves to end this game. The Raiders played to their utmost best. John Gruden can call a football game. Yeah. When he gets on a roll, he's over there throwing his fist. He, he, he can, he can out-clever you. Well, he did. And he was moving Darren Waller all over the yes. place. A lot of motion. Like, like one time he brought him all the way across the formation when the, he, they threw the touchdown pass to the fullback. Right. And, and just wiped everybody. Everybody was like, oh, there goes right. 83, right. 83. And mm-hmm. he, he, he runs all the way across the formation, all the way to the flag. You're right. And, and then and, slide the fullback. And you just slid the fullback into the hole. Right, fullback slide is what we call that place. There's, there's nobody home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's pretty Because easy. you know they're going to – because they run so much down flat, Skip. So now we run the tight end. Okay, here come the tight end. Now they drag the fullback, and there's the fullback wide open for a touchdown. Yep. So they got two kids fairly late in the first round a couple of years back. They got Josh Jacobs, who, who just can run like a banshee, man. He can just just attack you. And it looked like he had a leg issue, like right. a thigh injury. Mm-hmm. And he just came in and came back on and just kill, helped kill right. the clock last night. Richard can get loose, obviously. So you've you got a pretty good one-two punch at running back. Because both of them can run it, both of them can they catch can. it. They played out of their mind to defend this house. The first game in Las Vegas at the Death Star was death for the Saints. They ran into a buzzsaw last night <laughs> in what they're now calling the Death Star, that new stadium in yeah. Las Vegas, which Ernestine and I have driven past as it was being built, uh-huh. and it looks like a Death Star. It, it is spectacular. Mm-hmm. It was empty last night. Very fitting of Vegas. Yep, very fitting of <laughs> Vegas, except there were no people, people there, right. including Mark Davis, the owner, who said, well, if we can't have people, I'm not going to go. So right. he missed his first game since he was eight years old as Al Davis's son, obviously. Wow. So the point is, you got to see on the national stage a coming out party for John Gruden's Oakland Raiders. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Gruden fan. Las You're Vegas not. now. Huh? Las okay, Vegas. <laughs> but they're, they're always in my heart, they're going to be the Oakland Raiders because oh, yeah. I've covered them my whole life. There, there's a part of me that's a Raiders fan because yeah. I loved Al and I, I knew him and mm-hmm. I was close with him. So they're the Oakland Raiders to me. They just happen now to reside in Las, in Las Vegas. Vegas yeah. But that's okay. But I'm going to still call them the Oakland Raiders okay. because Raider Nation's going to think of them as the Oakland Raiders. And yet I'm a Gruden fan because I also know him and I do believe in him. I've told you he creates a force field that is second only to the Jimmy Johnson force field that I covered early in Dallas in the, the, the early 90s when he created a dynasty that should have gone on and won like five straight Super Bowls. <laughs> but we know what happened between Jimmy and Jerry. Correct. The point is, John Gruden is a front runner in the best of all. In, I, I'm saying it completely positively. He's a front runner. Give him some front to run with. You got to give him something. Right. And all of a sudden, to your point, Mike Mayock gave him a little something. Mm-hmm. And nobody, and none of the prognosticators that I talk about often, the BSPN, the cow herds, the Stephen A, I can't say enough bad things about the Raiders until they win a bunch of games, then I will, flippy floppy. Listen, man, 
I'm our biggest critic and I flip and love this team. And we're all going to love it a lot more. Great flipping win. And the Saints had 120 yards in penalties. Now, who does that sound like? The Saints didn't do them, help their cause with all those penalties, which was very uncharacteristic. The yeah. first two games, Skip, they're getting penalties out the yin-yang. Yeah. And I know Sean Payton is not happy with that. My issue with New Orleans last night became a defensive issue because, to your point, first of all, they had, what was it, 10 penalties for? 10. Whoa. For what was it, ten for a hundred and twenty-nine yards? Mm-hmm. That's that's so not. And they had like eight. nine. They had like eight, nine last week. Yeah. Okay. And then the key play of the game after Richard had lost the fumble, and right. I thought he might have lost the game. Drew Brees could not capitalize, and then it becomes a third and ten play at the Saints twenty. Right. And here comes if we could see this, Jalen Richard goes wide with it. Are they going to tackle him? Is anybody going to try to get him? Uh, that was some weak effort on the part of the Saints. Yeah, Jack Rabbit got a submarine to see. Can't run himself yeah, out of the play. He got he to go alone 71. You cannot do that. No. Because you, all you did was make a hole bigger. If, Would you take do this right? Okay, this looks like a give-up play to me. Yeah. This looks like a defense that has lost heart. Right. That has lost its stomach for hanging in this football game. Mm-hmm. And that was like, we, we give up. Right. We, we're, we're done. I didn't think I would see that from a New Orleans Saints defense because I don't see that usually. That's not the M.O. Man, I think this is the first game I can remember that we didn't have multiple penalties. I'm blown away. Last game was the same way. I, I don't know where those penalties went, but we used to have them horrifically, as you know, gone. That's discipline. That's coaching. Defensively, I thought Paul Gunther called a great game. Got Drew off his marks. They were hitting out there. They were, they were trying to take the, the Saints' heads off. And that's your players buying into your program. Great job, Gruden. Great job, Raiders. Special teams. <laughs> the whole nine yards, man. What a game. What a game to behold. And the Raiders are now 2-0 and going in to Patriot country. Wow, wow. Uh, by the way, guys, the Raiders are opening at five-point underdogs at the Patriots this weekend, oh, wow. so keep that in mind. I can hardly wait <laughs> to see that. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. What a contest. And all those fans that couldn't see that, what a shame. What a flipping shame. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> what a shame. Anyway, man, a lot of the Raider Nation went to this game. A lot of them showed up in front before the game, after the game. Gorilla, Rilla. All the players, man. The Raider Nation did not disappoint. The Black Widow was in the house. I saw them all. There were some new fans in there. Man, <laughs> this is a perfect place for the Raider Nation to show off. It's amazing. Great win, Raiders. Great, great win. And that is all I have to say about that.
Okay, it's time to do a pregame for those rats. <laughs> I don't know what other kind of sound to make when it comes to a rat for crying out loud. But they are rats to me. They'll always be rats. They're the Patri rats. And we get to see them Sunday, September 27th at 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. The Raiders travel to New England and that hellhole. <laughs> it's a pretty nice stadium, but still, it's where the rats live. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Well, it's a good thing the Raiders see the Patriots this time of year. There's no snow, at least this time when we play them now. If we play them in the playoffs, it'll be different. But hopefully it'll be in Las Vegas is what I'm talking about. Yeah, the Patriots went out and didn't do a whole lot. They did some moving and shaking, but uh, they went and got Cam Newton. That's right. The Panthers quarterback who took them to a Super Bowl not too long ago. Cam's a big dude. He's a big guy that can run pretty quick and he can push people around. He is big, but I like him because I call him Ham Newton. Sometimes I call him Fig Newton, but most of the time it's Ham. You got to see him after the press conferences. Come on, everybody. Is it just me? <laughs> He's got a great sense of style, I got to tell you. He got no shame. He lets it hang. And I like that, man. I got a married guy for that. I'm just giving him a hard time because it's easy to do for me. Now, this last game they played up there in the frigid great white north. Uh, that's right. Uh, they played a tough game against the Seacocks. And uh, they lost just barely. It was a tough contest down to the nitty-gritty. Trust me. Uh, and they, they, they won their last game. So they're one and one, but they're playing really good football. And they have a unique style, the change of style since Tom Brady left. They're doing more reads, read options because Cam can run. And they get a lot of short yardage on him. And sometimes he breaks free some, for some significant yards. But he's still a man and he's still Cam. He hates to get hit. This is one thing that I love about him that I think is good for the Raiders when they play him. They need to punish him. And they need to punish him often and frustrate him in every way possible. I do believe our defensive backs are young, but I believe they're beasts. I mean, Joyner and Abrams and Arnett. I mean, those three guys are nasty. Nobody's going to want to catch the ball. I don't care who they are when these guys are around because they're going to make them pay. I love that about this team. I think the defense is finding out who they are and really became something in this last game. And I'm not looking for it to go away. I'm not looking for it to be a hot and cold pan. I'm looking for this to continue to steam up and be hot. I love this Raiders team. I've told you before, I find great promise in it. And this is no surprise. The win is no surprise to me. And I hope I projected that, you know, it was a tough game. But man, I knew we could win, but how we won was amazing. And that same 
mentality against the Patriots will prove well. I think they're going to change up. Belichick is that way. He ran the ball a lot last game. I bet you, for my money, they're going to pass the ball a lot this game. It's going to be a lot of different plays, a lot of passes to the flat, short rollouts, keeping them out of Mad Max and the Feral Cats' hands. They're going to roll them out and run them too, but not as much as last game. I think they're going to change it up and try to surprise the Raiders and pass the ball more. I think that they, they think that's our vulnerability because we have young DBs and they're going to scheme for that. Bring it on. Bring it on, Belichick. Bring it on, Rats. I believe the Raiders are prepared for this event. They're prepared for this team. And let me just go over a few things that I know. In the last three contests, check this out. Patriots 33, Raiders 8. Patriots 16, Raiders 9. Patriots 31, Raiders 19. I am sick to death of getting beat by the rats. I can't tell you as a fan how I would love for us to pummel (laughs) Cam the Ham Newton into a new wardrobe. Really. Because... I've had enough of these these gangsters joining up and uh, whooping on the Raiders, uh, running up the score. I've seen Belichick do it to us before. And I think it's time for us just to beat their ass. Honestly. And I believe we have the team to do it. We are underdogs by six points. We have an underdog by six points. I... Flippin' love it. I hope Gruden has this team frothing at the mouth before they come close to coming out of the tunnel. I hope there's all types of crap that talks about how the Raiders are going to lose to England and Cam the Ham Newton and that skinny little guy that's running all over in the middle of the field, Amendola. We have a Hunter Renfro, by the way, who's going to get more yards than you. That's my prediction on this next game. I think Hunter is going to be the go-to guy this game. That's my my two cents. They have some fierce linemen. Lawrence Guy's no joke. (laughs) He ain't playing. He's there to hurt people, and he does. But I will say this. Josh Jacobs, we ain't playing either. I think our offensive line will be up up to the tasks. And let me just tell you this. Siciliano, <laughs> I can't even say his name. That Italian guy with the super big ears talked about getting three sacks on the Raiders. The Patriots are going to get three sacks on the Raiders, he said. Siciliano. And then, of course, he'll interview Derek Carr and be ever so nice. Or John Gruden, be ever so nice. But since he's interviewing the Lawrence guy, well, Lawrence guy... Oh, go get three sacks on Derek Carr. Well, you know what, Siciliano? Suck a sausage, bro. It ain't going down that way. The Raiders are going to win by at least a touchdown. I say a touchdown or 10 points. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm feeling. And I think we can do it. And I'd love to see it happen. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, Raider Nation, it's time for you, 
The Fan. That's right, the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line. Call in what you got for the Raider Nation, man. I'm telling you. I love the fans. I love all you guys. All right, who's first on this winning show? Ruben from North Carolina is on the line. What is happening, my good Raider brother? What's up, Raider Greg? Raider Nation, this is Ruben from North Carolina calling in. <clears throat> I hope everybody's safe out there with this uh, pandemic and everybody on the West Coast with the wildfires. I hope you guys are staying safe and <clears throat> able to watch uh, Raider football on Sundays. Um, just calling to say, you know, it was a great win for us. I'm glad we came out with a victory. And my favorite highlight from the game, I want to say highlight, but the thing I enjoyed most from the game was watching Jonathan Abram wear his jersey like a great Willie Brown. Um, I was just watching him, you know, with the sleeves just flopping around and stuff like that. You don't see that nowadays. Everybody's wearing their jerseys real tight and, you know, tight to their body so that, you know, it's harder for uh, somebody to tackle him. And, you know, he slides easy to grab. So it was refreshing to see that, you know, Jonathan Abram go a little old school on Sunday with his jersey. Um, I'm not sure if anybody really noticed it, but that's what stood out for me. Um, well, on to the Saints now, and hopefully we can come out with the win. That's going to be a tough one. But um, I'm just glad that football's back. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Oh, my brother. I know you're smiling now because, damn, Abrams was a freaking beast, bro. Absolutely uncontainable. He was putting the hit on everybody. Loved his play. Thanks for the call, brother. And I hope you and yours are doing good. And our next caller from Richmond, Virginia. Raider Steve is in the house. What's happening, brother? Raider Greg. Raider Randy. Raider Nation. Raider Steve. Richmond, VA. Been giving the um, Panther game a little time to digest. I have to tell you, you know, it's easy to say you're disappointed, but ultimately our uh, win-loss ratio East Coast is not anything to envy. Happy to come away with a win. Uh, say what you want about the defense, but I think you guys would agree defense tends to start slow in the season, especially with all the young guys we've got on that side of the ball. Uh, came up with a key stop. I don't know if that was lucky or Clee just is the man. Ultimately, you can't complain about the defense much, man. Um, is it going to be good enough for the Saints this weekend? Who knows, but I think it's going to get a lot better this weekend. Um, offense, can't complain about that. Good God, Josh Jacobs, really? Three touchdowns? Come on, man. So, very excited to see some football. Very, very excited to see our Raiders. And um, very happy with the win. Hope you guys are too. And definitely looking forward. Cannot wait for your next podcast, fellas. Um, so I think we're going to have a strong season. And uh, I'm not saying we're going to take the uh, take the division from the Chiefs. But I think the Chiefs know we're coming for them. Out. Great call, bro. Great call, especially with, you know, the Chiefs know we're coming for them is right. And now you know we won at home with our opener in a definitive victory. The defense, like you said, is growing 
exponentially. The young players we have are amazing. Our defensive backs are fierce. <laughs> Just watch them. Just watch them play. Our net's a beast. Next year, he's going to be crazy. But he's already good like Abrams is. Yeah, good win. And uh, yeah, this game was amazing. Um, I'm feeling just like you are, brother. Trust me, I've been saying that all season long. Appreciate the call. And our next caller, my very good brother, the Chuck Town Raider. He's in the house, bro. What's happening, my good Raider brother? Raider Gray. Raider Randy. This is a Chuck Town Raider. Calling y'all on the way down from South Carolina. Hey, fellas, I got to tell you, I got that feeling. I got that feeling, same kind of feeling I had in 2016. Do you hear me? Uh, wasn't really impressed with uh, our D-line. Um, of course, we got reasons for that. But uh, like before, like my call back in uh, – 2016. I'll take the win, even if it's just, you know, skin of her teeth. Uh, uh, Clee Farrell did come in, uh, come in the clutch and helped us uh, stop that conversion. And uh, unlike the Raider fashion that we've been accustomed to, we did not uh, snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Uh, but yet we snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. So I'm all about that. Uh, thank you all for doing what you're doing. Love the nation. Love y'all. Uh, keep it going. This has been a call from your Chucktown Raider, and I am out. There you have the Chucktown Raider in the house. Listen, man, the Raider Nation... Like I said before, we all have the same kind of mindset here. I'm telling you, I think we all have seen the team and measured it and found it worthy. Uh, great call, brother. And now we get an hors d'oeuvre from Raider Jane out of Big Bear Lake. What's happening, girlfriend? Hi, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. It's Raider Jane from Big Bear Lake. Yes, yes, yes! A woman of few but wise words. Thanks for the call, hon. And our next caller needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one. The Prez is in the house. I love this Raider fan. What is happening, my good man? Oh, yeah, I'm going to throw my bones all right, and you finna hear me loud and proud. This is the happy prayers on the boat barge. What a magnificent night. What a magnificent game. Man, if this isn't a dawn of a new era, I don't know what to call it. It might have been looking bleak at first. We thought we was in for a dog fight, or we thought we was going to be kind of out. But doggone it, we turned it up. We showed out. We start gelling. Man, kudos. I, I just got to say, good drafting. And let it be said and known, and you can go back to my podcast, that sometimes you just got to wait and have a little patience. 
the defense will definitely jail. They'll come together. They'll start to get confident. Each win is a booster for their confidence and everything. And we're going to take care of old damn Cam with his little scarf and all that stuff like that. But kudos. Greater Nation, it's a dawn of a brand new era. I am pumped and I am stoked. At first I was down and I was depressed about the Oakland Raiders, but now I got to come on with the program. I got to stop that, man. I know it's hard, and I know a lot of Raider fans is heartbroken, but, hey, we, we, we got to come with it now. It's, it's Las Vegas. I've accepted it. I was damn upset and everything else about it. I still go to Oakland, by the way. As a matter of fact, I'll be there um, maybe like another month or so. I've been there like the past two, three times in the last six months. I still go there and visit my friends. I still hang out. But anyway, that's a whole other story. Congratulations, John Gruden and Mayock. You have turned this team around. These rookies and these young, hungry guys. Oh, my God, man. It's just unbelievable. Let's keep up the good work and keep up the good spirit. Everybody celebrating Las Vegas, Raider Nation, Raiders. This is the prayers, baby. Out. You just have to love that call. I do, because it's all the truth. You know that feeling? Because, you know, we've felt this before in 2016 and other years where we start to see some traction and our eyes are open to a young, fighting team like we have now, bro. I am so pumped, too. It's just exciting to see where we're going. Um, Let them come. Let the rats come. (laughs) I can't wait for the next game. It's a revenge game. I know. I'm putting a lot on it. But, uh, yeah, man, I love this team. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Callie in the South Raider. What you got for us, girlfriend? Hey, Callie in the South Raider. We won. Can you believe it? We won. I cannot believe it. I am so happy we not only won, we won by 10 points. I mean, those people sucked. I mean, the Saints absolutely sucked. Well, they didn't really suck, but we were better. And my husband kept saying, I don't understand why we're getting all these calls on us. I don't understand why we're getting all these calls on us. I said, do you know who you're playing? That's what happens. You get calls on you. We draw them on you. And we won. I'm so happy. This is the greatest freaking thing that I could even think of. Is a win by the Saints. From the Saints. Of the Saints. Whatever. I'm buzzed. So excuse me if I'm not talking as great as I should be. We won. (laughs) Oh, my God. By 10. I am so proud of us. I know all y'all are proud of us, too. Oh, my God. We did it. We won. And you have not made my life here in Louisiana miserable. Because we won. Oh my God, we won. 
this is one of the all-time great calls on the Raider Nation podcast. And let me let me point out why. You have a woman, a Raider fan, Callie in the South, obviously in Saints territory deep, who is married to a husband, who is a loyal, frothing-at-the-mouth Saints fan, who assumed that we were going to lose and that his wife would just have to suffer the slings and arrows of living in Saints territory. And look what flippin' happened. I just love it. (laughs) I live for these kind of calls. God bless you, honey. And your husband, too. No, no, you know, I'm not trying to go out roasting him or nothing, but I'm just saying... What a great day for Callie in the South, Raider. Thanks for the call. And our next caller is Daniel from Richmond, right up the street here. What's happening, my good brother? What's going on, partner? This is uh, Daniel from over here from Richmond, California. I just want to first and foremost, first and foremost give my thoughts and prayers to all of Northern California uh, um, residents up there dealing with the fires and um, it's crazy, it's crazy. And um, how about them Raiders there? Uh, I just want to say, you know, first and foremost, in Gruden and Mayock, I trust. I mean, they the the plan, the game plan, you know, they, they stuck to it and they came through. And the backups to the backups to the backups came through. I mean, we, we were hurting offensive line, but they did a great job thanks to Mayock. And we got a, a front office that are doing a great job. Um, and then our stars, Waller, Jacobs, Carr, and offensive and um, defensively, we bend and we almost broke, but we came on through, you know, doing a great job, great job, and um, I also want to say, you're doing a great job, Ritter Greg, uh, keep doing your thing, I will always listen to you, and um, stay true, Raider Nation, out. Great call, thank you for the call, brother, and you know, that's a great thing you point out, because it's true, I think we've all seen it, I mean, from the <laughs> from the craziness of trading Khalil Mack and then turning around and I wasn't so, too sad to see uh, what's-his-face uh, Butterfingers leave to go to Dallas. Um, With those three first-round picks and a bunch of other moves that they've made in the draft, we have us a team. And I think this management has done a hell of a job and you know it's like a it's like a tidal wave it's coming in droves and now that we have a new stadium bro free agents are going to go oh hell yes take me to vegas i'll take a little less to play in the the spotlight oh hell yes this is good for our team yeah great job raiders great job on the management for damn sure and our next caller is raider davola from the 559 what is going on, my good Raider brother? 
Yeah, Raider Greg, this is Raider Davola from the 559 Heifer, California. Yeah, brother, the last time I called the bow line was back in uh, 2011 to make my bones about uh, Tom Cable and uh, Hugh Jackson, but, man, that was a long time ago. And the last time me and you hung out was a uh, Raider opener against the Jaguars, and we beat the Jags, but anyway... But let me say this, brother. The Raiders played magnificent. You know, even though the, the Saints had Michael Thomas out, I thought Alva Kamara was going to uh, run around on, on, uh, on our defense because our defense is looking suspect. But you know what? Defense held tight. Uh, Carr, all our weapons on offense came. You know, we got Josh Jacobs running hard, man, but we got the victory today. We got the victory tonight. You know, it's a celebration for the Raider Nation. Opened up the new stadium. Opened up the new house, you know, and I was on the fence about the new house. You know, I I wanted us to stay in Oakland this whole time, but you know what? If we could keep more wins, string some more wins up like this, I think we're on the way up. You know what I'm saying? God bless the Raider Nation. God bless you, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. And uh, we'll catch you next week. When we take the Patriot Rats down, baby, go Raiders. Love the call, brother. Love the call. Love the history, too. You know, we had some good times out there at the Coliseum parking lot. No doubt anybody can remember. But I will say the new house is a gleaming with promise. And uh, I'm proud and happy that the Raiders found this house. And they got accepted by the Las Vegas fans. And uh, look, the Raider Nation came big time. Uh, even though there were no fans able to be there, the nation showed up. Gorilla, like I said, Gorilla, Gorilla, everybody. Um, it's a great time to be a Raider fan, brother. Thank you for the call, man. And our next caller, we usually don't hear him till the Chiefs game, but it's Raider Dan in KC. He's got something to say. What you got for us, man? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Dan from KC. As always, loving seeing our Raiders on national TV. I'm going to start with the most obvious thing. The last time I called this program, I was ripping Derek Carr up. I was out of the airhead saying that we need a new quarterback. I was on the ledge. I'm here to say, I saw that guy in the first quarter. In the second quarter, he went through puberty. His testicles dropped, and he sounded like a man. He commanded that offense. He commanded the team. He commanded the plays. I was wrong. You were right. Uh, he's got the weapon. But I like what I saw in his heart. I like what I saw in his eyes. I like what I saw was coming off his arm. Going to work on that deep ball. Him and Ruggs got to get a connection. That boy is fast. He is Tyreek Hill type of fast. Get that little twerk in there a little bit better. But Gruden was dialing him up. He was dialing him up. That's the John Gruden that we all know. This man can put together a game plan. This guy can make adjustments. We can score points. We can get better. We can score points. The defense, uh, 
Hey, man. You know, uh, Abrams, man. I don't know if he's John Abrams or Ronnie Lott, you know, or, or Eric Reed, man. Dude just jumps off your string, bro. But we coming. We're going to take Bill, Bill and cheat out. But that's going to be a tough one, man. You know, you know, Cam is, is, a, is a tree trying to bring him down. But we chuck up these points, man. You know, uh, hats off to everybody. Uh, Las Vegas Raider Nation. I saw a little of you guys on TV. Can't wait till things get better. Uh, we'll go out to the Death Star. I'll make sure I'm going to get out there. It's Las Vegas. You can always get a cheap flight. <laughs> All right, y'all. Go Raiders. Yeah. Well, thanks for the call, brother. It's always good for sure. Uh, you're real good at pointing stuff out. It's true. Um, I am, <laughs> I am surprisingly uh, surprised, but not really, because I've talked about this team from the get-go of how they could be, and our defense came to life, bro. They three and out Drew Brees, the king of third and completions, dude. He, <laughs> our team played great. Derek Carr, that's all I got to say. He's got the weapons now. Let's see it happen. And it looks like he's starting to open up that toolbox. It looks like Gruden's starting to open up the playbook. And we're starting to see some uh, interesting combinations. And I like it. It's refreshing. And like I said, it's only the beginning, brother. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller is the RVA Radar from Richmond, Virginia. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Trip, a.k.a. the RVA Raider, calling from Richmond, Virginia. It's Tuesday morning, day after the Monday night game, and, man, I'll tell you, I am a happy camper. I ain't going to lie, though. When we went down 10 nothing early in the game, I just figured we were looking like the same old Raiders, and them same old Raiders would not have been able to come back from a 10 nothing deficit that early on. So they really made me happy. It was a great all-around effort. I mean, the offense was firing on all cylinders. Josh Jacobs is amazing. Gives us a lot to be excited about. And you know what? The defense did enough. They, they held when it counted. They got us a W the second week in a row. And we showed the world that the Las Vegas Raiders have arrived. We're not going to let someone come into our house, the black house, the death, and push us around. So the Raiders have arrived in Las Vegas. Can't tell you how excited I am about it. I mean, it's monumental winning your first game as the Las Vegas Raiders on the road and then going on the next week to win it in your new stadium. That's history right there. I am so pumped. I want to see a great season. I mean, 2020 has been a hell of a year, so this would be something that all Raider Nation could use. So I just can't tell you how excited I am. Peace and love to all the Raider Nation out there. Let's all be good to one another, and I'm going to talk to you soon. Raider Nation, I'm out. You know, great call, brother. I love hearing the fan base just like this. I mean, we don't get to hear it a whole lot. Haven't had to. We're going to hear a whole lot of it more in the future. I know that which makes it sweet, <laughs> so sweet. And uh, 
Yeah, we got a lot to look forward to, my friend, and uh, a lot of exciting, really crazy comebacks because Carr and company are going to put up some points. I said this year, 32 points a game. That's what I said. And uh, it's looking like it's going to be pretty much that. So, or more, we're going to need it. We're going to need it. But we sure was nice to get that win in front of everybody who said we wouldn't. <laughs> Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller right out of Scranton, Pennsylvania, my good brother, Raider Chris, is in the house. Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, it's Raider Chris, Scranton, PA. Hell of a win, boys. Hell of a win. Very happy with what I saw. Uh, first and foremost, I hope my boy Incognito is not, it's not a serious injury. Uh, that kind of broke my heart when I seen him walking off the field because he's, he's the leader on that offensive line, no doubt about it. But uh, definitely love what I saw. That touchdown catch by Zay Jones, holy hell. Hell of a catch. Uh, minor mistakes, nothing crazy. The fumble was, was huge by Jacobs. But, uh, you know, he made up for it, him and Richard. Great one-two punch there. Um, would have liked to see my boy Ruggs get involved a little more. Waller is just baller Waller. We know what he can do. Um, but I'm still disappointed on the lack of pressure on the quarterback as far as sacks go. Like, we have, we have a hell of a lineup on that defensive line for us not to be getting at that quarterback more. We got, we got to improve on that. But, uh, yeah, scary, scary, uh, moment there when Abram ran into the cart. I'm glad he's okay. But, uh, yeah, two and oh, baby. I like I like to start off to the cheat trips and uh that team I'm gonna keep it clean. But yeah, hell of a win. Waking up, a little hungover, but very, very happy. Two and oh baby. Let's get it. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. I'm out like that fat girl in dodgeball. Well, you know, it was a Raider win, I gotta just tell you that. And everything that that means, <laughs> that means stressing out to the core at the first quarter. Like you think you're going to go down on a ball of flames, just like their injured receiver started to write some crap on uh, Twitter. And he pulled it back because <clears throat> the Raiders came back, slapped 10 points immediately, and then took the lead forever. Um, Yeah, I like this team. I think we're going to be just fine, bro. A lot of excitement in the future here. And the Chichirits, well, we'll see, brother. We'll see. And our next caller's Raider Jesse James out of Dallas, Texas. What you, man, what you got up there in Dallas, Texas with your Raider stuff? I know you're wearing it, as you should. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, what's up, my family? Raider Jesse James, Dallas, Texas, what's going on? Super stoked, super pumped. Want to give in my two cents, man. Listen, can't nobody take my week away. The Raiders win. I'm having a good week. You know what I mean? 
I'll be honest with you, that win uh, at home was dramatic, was awesome, and dramatic in a good way because we had more cushion towards the end. I was just tired of these hard, like, uh, nail-biting games, man. I'm like, can we just get a game where we have a little bit more cushion for me to actually enjoy a cold one and kind of sit back and watch? That's what I got. So that being said, good win. Uh, DC played lights out. Uh, Waller, good Lord. You know, I do want to see uh, the offense kind of take a change too, though, uh, utilizing more weapons such as Witten. I mean, we brought him in for a blocker, it looks like, but still use him here and then. I think we've tried to. Um, but, yeah, phenomenal win. And once again, we get these, uh, you know, radio stations where they say, well, Breeze is washed out. But prior to that, them going against us, they were Super Bowl contenders. So now they're washed out. We never get the credit, man. We never get the respect. So I think little by little, D.C. will earn it back as he deserves. The Raider Nation will see it. Um, other than that, man, good win. Stay up. Um, feeling pretty good about Cam Newton. I think it'll be a challenge, too. But if they play close to what they played at home, um, and even close to what they played uh, you know, versus Carolina, I think we will be competitive. Other than that, Raider Nation, I am out. Love your call, bro. Love the fact that you picked up on what I say all the time is they don't give us credit, but they sure do. What's wrong with Drew Brees and his offensive line had some issues and Camara didn't run as well as he could have. And, and it's all about their issues and not about how the Raiders dominated their ass. I just freaking love it. I don't care. We won. We're 2-0. You got to love it, bro. And our next caller is Johnny D, the Bluegrass Raider. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, Johnny D, the Bluegrass Raider here. And let me just tell you, Raider Greg, I am absolutely jacked. It is Tuesday, the day after. The destruction of the Saints and the Jets. <laughs> Listen, man, I I almost wanted to call last night, but then I thought I'm gonna have a little bit of fun and watch some of the uh, so-called analyst takes on the game last night. Since just about what, maybe about eight out of ten of them wrote us off, saying that the Saints were gonna absolutely dismantle us, and I love it, dude. I freaking love it. Even if you'll allow me to use one of your little catchphrases there, Stephen Smith uh, was even trying to give us a little bit of credit. Of course, he was on Patrick Mahomes' you-know-what. And, um, you know, I believe to shut all these guys up, I mean, really bad, we're really going to have to beat the Chiefs. And that's not going to be any small feat whatsoever, without a doubt. I'll be honest. You know, I'm also a real, I'm a realistic fan. You know what? Uh, and if I'm being perfectly honest, Raider Greg, looking at the schedule beforehand, I didn't, I didn't think we were going to win. I hope we did. You know, and I'm absolutely thrilled that we did. It really, it made me feel proud to be a Raider fan. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. Um, <laughs> I'm just at a loss for words. Next week against the Patriot, Patriot Rats, you know, they're not going to be a slouchy. The next two games are going to be that way. 
and this is really going to show them if we can pull this out, it's going to be huge for us. And all those naysayers and all those doubters are going to be put in their place. Derek did everything that he could last night, and then some. Even the haters, even within our own community, had to shut up a little bit about him and give him a little bit of respect, I believe. Defense, eh, they kind of, well, I mean, I felt like that they gave it that one last play to get it within, like, what, like 10 last night? And I think they kind of just gave that to him to let him score quick so we could run the rest of the clock out. But, I mean, I kind of thought they did that on purpose. But I don't know. We'll see what you know about that. But anyway, I've gone on long enough. I'm so jacked, man. Let's do this. Let's go. I'm not going to say 16 and no, but that's how I feel right now. <laughs> go Raiders. Good call, brother. Good call. Yeah, pleasant surprise to say the least. But uh, I'm not saying we'll go 16 and 0. Well, that's what the Raider Nation says every year, no matter what. People joke about it. People joke us about it. But if you're not saying this, what kind of a fan are you in the first place? Our team looks good, bro. It looks really good. Thanks for the call. And our next caller, straight from Wisconsin, he is the Cheesehead Raider. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Nation, this is your boy Cheesehead Raider calling from Wisconsin, and if you haven't figured it out, I'm a little stoked. Now, I try to sit back, be calm, look at things with a level head, but after last night, mm, 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 I am pretty happy. Got a stud at running back, two rookie receivers, one of them gets a little shut down, probably brought a safety over to take him out, and what's the other rookie do? Oh, he steps up, and if they take out the two receivers, got a tight end that will catch, block, run you over. Our offense is looking pretty good. And for you car haters, I'm calling you out. Raider Greg calls the ladies out, calling you car haters out. Now that he's got some weapons, what you got to say? 30-plus points, two games. Now, the concerning part, defense. Can't get pressure on the quarterback. That's a little scary. When we go against a guy by the name of Patrick Mahomes, that's going to maybe haunt us a little bit. But we're not there yet. Still got a young group, still trying to gel, figure each other out. I've got hope. But, man, oh, man, have a win, first win in the black, no, not the black hole, the Darth Vader. What are we calling that place now? Oh, yeah, that's right, the Death Star. And had Miss Davis out there lighting the torch. Boy, that was nice. Too bad fans couldn't be there, but got the win. And I'm hoping, praying, that at least the fans in Oakland were happy about it as well. Never should have left there, but that's done and over with. So we got to focus on the future. Future's looking pretty good. Going to get better. Imagine with the receivers and the running back we have, what we're going to be like in two, three years as well, five years, ten years down the road. Mm. But we're looking at today. And once again, Raiders! Raiders! Well, I think uh, we're going to do a lot more before five years goes down the road. 
We're going to be in the Super Bowl. <clears throat> you heard me. I said it. I mean it. This is just the first step to maybe another step to the playoffs and to the, the mountain. So um, I see us very close, bro. Super close. Um, and we're not going to have to wait that long. Trust me. This team is real. And so is the defense. I can't wait for that to grow. Appreciate the call, bro. And our next caller, the Pennsylvania Raider. He's in the house. What's happened to my good man? What's up, Nation? Pennsylvania Raider. Looks like we got ourselves a team here. 2-0 at the new home stadium. Looks good, man. I mean, say what you want about the move in that new stadium. Looks awesome. Beat the Saints with Drew Brees. Uh, we're, we're looking pretty good here. New feel. Yeah, this just might be our year. Let's keep it up. Pennsylvania Raider, I'm out. Well, yeah, I think so, too. I, I can't imagine being a player and then strolling out on that field for the first game with nobody there and just looking at all the massiveness of it and the blackness for the Saints of it, <laughs> especially as they left it and flew over it on their way home. And our next caller, I love this caller. He's called many times. Smart dude. Great fan. This is Raider Malik from Tucson. What's happening, my good brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Malik from Tucson calling on Tuesday after the incredible, incredible win last night. I uh, missed getting in in time last week. Uh, just want to reiterate, it's great to hear the podcast again. I hope you're you and yours are well. Um, just really happy to be able to call in again. It's it's amazing to have this podcast and just had to get that out there. I definitely plan on um, resubscribing and trying to do, donate what I can each month. So that's definitely coming. Now to the action. Got home a little late. Thank God I was recording the game. Uh, just turn it on. Got to the point where we got to see the lighting of the torch, the background, the stadium, stunning. Absolutely incredible, man. Just what a feeling just to see where this team is, as this organization has, has gotten to after all these years. Still bitter about them leaving Oakland. I live in Oakland, but I definitely experienced that angst when I went out there for that game last year on Monday night. Um, just wanted to say... The game was incredible. Uh, Carr put up a performance, shut up some of the naysayers. I understand it was one game, but he looked good, man. I mean, the first half, I was pulling my hair out because it looked like the same old vanilla offense. And the defense was just, you know, basic, just getting run over. I, I just didn't see them coming away with a victory, but they pulled it out, man. Second half, defense changed up some things. They actually got some pressure in. They opened up a few plays uh, when Richard fumbled that ball. I thought I was going to kill myself. And then for them to turn around and, and bring that, that ball into the end zone and, and show that kind of resolve, that was amazing. Um, amazing. Abrams was everywhere, of course. Uh, defensive line, they definitely picked it up, as I said before. I was happy about that. I want to see more rugs. I really want him to get the ball more instead of being a decoy. But Waller, oh, my gosh. Waller just had a coming-out party, and they just kept going to him and going to him and going to him. 
And I'm telling you, man, we have talent on this team, especially offensively. And if they're willing to open it up and stop, you know, there are a lot of times in a game where they're so predictable. You know the run is coming. You know which way it's going to go. And they they showed that last night where they're getting, like, hit in the backfield a lot and just sort of shut down. I really want to see that change. But great, great win, man. 2-0. and Can't remember the last time we were 2-0. and Just fantastic. And I just had to get that in. Uh, it's almost three minutes, so I want to make sure that I get off and uh, be cool about that. So have more to say, but I got to go. Just let it go. And uh, it's great to be back again just to listen to your podcast. And thank you so much for everything, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Malice from Tucson calling. Go Raiders. Peace. Great call as always, Raider Malik. I'm, I'm looking forward to your next call. Great season, great start, stunned as as I was at the beginning of this game, thinking, here we go again with the vanilla, just like you said. And then, <laughs> I don't know what happened. There was a turning point. You know, my son says it, that there was a, I guess it was a defensive guy, was giving Carr a ration, a ration. And Carr was snacking, snapping back a little bit. And after that, I don't know what he said, but I just think <clears throat> Derek Carr had enough. I think he had enough that exact second, and he went off. And I'm glad for him, and I'm glad for our offense. Ruggs needs to be used more, as he will. Thank you for the call, brother. It is a great victory. It's so sweet. Before I sign off, let me just say this. The transition from Oakland to Las Vegas in this game on Monday Night Football was fabulous. The way they showed the transition from the Coliseum and all the great fans and all the great teammates and all the people who made Oakland, Oakland, focusing on moving that movement now to our new Mecca, Las Vegas. I think that was done with class and was done right with the right people and the right spirit. Because that really shows who we are as a Raider Nation. We are everybody. And that's what I love about this team and about this fan base. I am Raider Craig, and I am out. <laughs>